Hi there, and thanks for joining us on this week's podcast. I find out what a cakesicle is, how your family abroad can get a taste from home this Christmas, and Cope Foundation appeals for office space that you're not using. I'm Jonathan Healy, and this is Red Business. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast. One of the things that is going to happen this year, and let's face it, a lot has been cancelled, is the Late Late Toy Show, which has given rise to an awful lot of excitement in houses that have kids. Well, my next guest has brought a business idea forward that might add a little bit of extra excitement to some households in Cork. Jennifer Graven of Happy Greys, how are you? Hi, Jonathan. I'm really good. And you, thanks for having me on. Um, look, it's good to have you on. Tell me a little bit about Happy Greys. What do you do? So Happy Grace, um, we're a company that specialise in gourmet um, food boxes and grazing boxes. So these boxes kind of showcase the best of Irish and Cork produce. Um, I suppose we're really lucky here in Cork to have fantastic food producers with the likes of, you know, our fantastic food markets and the English market. So we're kind of spoiled for choice. So our boxes... Um, kind of showcase um, those produce. Okay, so what kind of nice things do you have inside there now? There's probably a lot of brands that I know and some that I don't know. So what what goes into the adults ones before we get to the kids? Well, um, well, a kind of a grazing board or a grazing box is kind of like um, it's kind of like a cheese board with notions really, a kind <laughs> of modern day cheese board <laughs> where you have really lovely, it's packed full of cheeses, cured meats, fruits and nuts and vegetables and there's dips like you know pestos and hummus and crackers and chutneys and all really lovely nice things for people to graze okay. on. And, and how, how does this get to one's house in a pandemic right so we deliver to your doors so i mean a lot of our boxes would be packed for um as gifts you know they've come beautifully presented with a bow and the whole lot so they're a fantastic corporate or a gift or a gift for a friend or family so they are delivered to people's homes okay and and is there a shelf life on them like i mean it's it's not like it's going to spend five days in the post i'm presuming because it's food it has to be delivered quite quickly most people say to me that uh, they're kind of gone as soon as they arrive on the doorstep. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, two to three days maximum, they would need to be eaten. Okay, um, so that's good. So that that's the kind of the adult stuff, right? And I am very much on board with uh, with the idea of a cheese board with notions. <laughs> but uh, you, you've decided to do something to coincide with the Late Late Toy Show, which is happening uh, on the 27th of November. Yes. So, I mean, my, our background, basically, we set up Jen's Little Bakery in 2016 and we specialised in handmade cakes, hand-decorated sweet treats and that, you know, for um, special occasions at home and corporate events. And we were lucky enough to kind of work with the likes of Brown Thomas and Cork and Munster Rugby. And um, I suppose with that background, you know, it was only a matter of time before we brought the sweet element to the grazing box. Um, so we decided that we would do a toy show box and you know we wanted to mark the occasion of the toy show and you know have like the whole family get together and you know delve into this beautiful box which is full packed full of like um gorgeous sweet treats you know um so it has the likes of you know cakesicles and um, cupcakes and there's a lovely um toy show cookie and okay hang on hang on on, jennifer jennifer there are times (laughs) when i have to interrupt and ask (laughs) question the journalist in me is never too far away what is the cakesicle 
a cakesicle is kind of like a lollipop. So it kind of looks like um, it looks like um, a little ice cream. You know, one of those tiny little small magnums that you get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like that, but it's filled with cake. Okay, I can, I can live with that. It's covered I, 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 with like a candy coating and it comes with a little stick. I'm very much on board with that. So this is a little, this is a sugary box of goodness now, isn't it? I mean, the, the, whatever about the cheese board not lasting for two days, this is going to be gone in the evening by the look of it. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, I think all families have treats on, on the toy show night. And, you know, I have seen before, you know, these toy show boxes where you have sweets and things in it. But I kind of thought, you know, we would go a little bit further than that and <laughs> add in some lovely kind of bespoke pieces as well. Jennifer, you, you mentioned the, the bakery. Uh, is that your background? Is your background as that of a baker? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. And sugar craft, um, you know, and bespoke cakes. Okay. And uh, have you found lockdown a challenge? I mean, the, the whole country turned to baking. You were doing it already. Um, how, how was lockdown for you if that, if that release, that stress relief wasn't there? Yeah, you know, I mean, an awful lot of our events would have been cancelled, um, certainly at the very beginning of lockdown. And that's why we kind of decided that we would look to, you know, we always wanted to probably expand anyway. So, you know, we could see that the, the need was there for home dining. And, you know, everyone wanted to celebrate a, an occasion at home, but to do it, you know, kind of, you know, with something really special. And that's why we moved on from the cakes to the the um, the grazing boxes. Okay. And and by the way, the grazing, the grazing board the grazing box sounds like it'd be a great gift for Christmas as well. Are you taking Christmas orders right now? Oh, we certainly are. Yeah. I mean, first of all, we're inundated with the toy show boxes, <laughs> um, but we're certainly taking Christmas orders. I mean, as I said, they come beautifully, beautifully presented um, and they have a, a bow on them and they can be personalized with a little cookie inside with the name or a little message to a loved one. You know, this week alone, I've had so many calls from across the water. Do you know what I mean? I've had calls from people in Spain where they've put in orders for loved ones at home for Christmas and toy show in boxes as well. Okay, well, look, it sounds like it's a fantastic idea. I'm definitely going to have to get one, by the way. So stay on the line after the interview because I need to talk to you because I think the kids would love it. Uh, How do people go about ordering them, but uh, not to interfere with my order, how do people go about getting their hands on either the grazing boards or uh, the, the toy show box? So we're across all uh, media platforms. Um, Happy Grace Cork, you'll find us under. Happy Grace Cork. Okay, Jennifer, it's been great talking to you and we wish you the best of luck with uh, all those things in the run-up to Christmas. I have a feeling you're going to be busy. Jennifer Graven, uh, owner of Happy Grace, thanks so much for talking to us. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you. Red Business. All that's best about business in Cork. So that's one particularly nice thing that might arrive in the post uh, if you're here in Ireland. But what about the people who are around the world who really miss a taste of home and they can't get back this year? Well, not to fret, because our next guest has you sorted. Eamor O'Brien from Just Like Home. How are you? I'm very good, Jonathan. How are you keeping? I'm good. I've seen this on social media um, and it's a really lovely idea. Tell us about what you do. Well, I suppose the company's name is Just Like Home and it's been running for over 10 years and it was actually set up by my sister, Catherine O'Hurley. And at the time, I suppose, like so many families, uh, we had a brother living in Australia and you were constantly trying to, you know, we were sending products out to him and it just took so much time and effort and you couldn't track it, you couldn't see where it was going. So Catherine came up with the idea of actually sending out um, hampers. 
um, of products, particularly uh, not the high-end hampers, but more the low-end hampers of products that people really miss, like potatoes, the Cadbury chocolate, the Barry's tea, the Visto. Um, and that's, I suppose, how the business model started. And it's just gone from strength to strength. So many people living abroad, um, having an Irish connection, missing products. I suppose that they can't easily access abroad. Um, so it's a lovely treat to get from a, a family member or a loved one. Yeah, no, it's 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 it really is a taste of home. I mean, it, it does exactly what it says on the box. Um, when you set this up, obviously this wasn't designed for a pandemic, but there is an added significance to it this year, isn't there? There is, yeah. And I suppose when we set it up 10 years ago, I suppose times were very different, but you still had an awful lot of people living abroad. You had a lot of people who had emigrated who hadn't come back. And you had a lot of families, like particularly in the beginning when we set the company up, there were, we had mothers who were sending hampers out at Christmas to maybe four different family members in different countries all over the world, particularly to Australia, to America, um, to Canada, to the United Arab Emirates. And I suppose it was just bringing a touch of taste of home to them and from their families at home. And I suppose this year, as you said, within the pandemic, it's probably even more poignant that you know so many people at this stage don't know are they going to be able to go home. So you know, we're just hoping you know our hampers kind of bring a bit of joy and a bit of home to people who can't get home this Christmas. Um, I, I, there's a program I watch, uh, which is the Australian Customs one. I don't know if you ever watch it. it, it they they swoop on people's suitcases in, in case they're bringing in foodstuffs from abroad or whatever. Uh, I, I'm presuming everything that you send will get past the customs, and and the Barry's tea bags won't be taken out, nor will the curly whirlies. Yeah, no, do you know what? I suppose we've, we've tried and tested it and, um, you know, we're delighted. The only co- the only place that we really don't send hampers to is Africa because, unfortunately, you know, it's just harder to get through um, their distribution process there. It's not as reliable. But aside from there, um, we've sent at this stage now to nearly every country all around the world um, and the hampers have all got through. So we get lovely feedback. As you've mentioned, we're on Facebook and even on Facebook and Instagram, just kind of messages from people. They're just so thrilled when they open the box. And they see, you know, particularly Barry's tea um, and Cadbury's chocolate. Um, <laughs> and they all love, like we do products, things like you'd kind of forget about, you know, the um, the love hearts or oh, the yeah. meanies or the hula hoops. Like we <laughs> send all of those kind of products out as well. And they're just things that people, you know, maybe 20 years ago when they were growing up would have had at home. And suddenly they're living abroad, they're working, they can't get home and they open this box. And, you know, it's just kind of, it's a real memory of home mm. and I suppose a taste of Ireland. Now, Eber, you sound like a very sane and rational person, which means that you drink Barry's tea. But there are those in the country who are who are predisposed to another brand of tea <laughs> that, that, that we, won't, we won't even speak the name of it in Cork. Uh, you'll throw that into the box if requested, yeah? Oh, do you know what? We do. We're like, we, we ship, I suppose, we're a national company. So obviously we, we supply most of our products. You know, we support, we're supported by Cork wholesalers. So, um, but we do for the people who, who like, I suppose, we do have to mention Lion's Team. There's a huge preference. I to told you not to mention it. Anybody, <laughs> who orders, anybody who orders from Cork like the Barry's Team, but we do also ship Lion's Team if, if it's requested. I, I'd imagine, yeah, with, with, with other brands are available, as the old saying goes, but they're, they're just not as nice, uh, in my opinion, at least. Uh, you throw in a selection box as well, which I think is just the most Irish mammy thing to do. doesn't matter what age you are, a selection box goes into this little busket that is distributed around the world. Oh, I think so. And you know what? There's something really Irish about, you know, opening the selection box and kind of deciding, you know, what am I going to eat? Do you know, will I have the chocolate? Will I have, do you know, which bar will I eat? So we always do. We do we do two big hampers at the moment. And one is called the special Irish hamper and the second hamper is called the Christmas Irish hamper. And the main difference between the two of the hampers is the Christmas Irish hamper has the selection box. But this time of the year, it's really, really popular. 
Um, and it comes, another thing we looked at actually when we set up the company, I suppose we really wanted to give value for money for our customers to try and ship as many products as we could. So when we set up the companies, we fast realized that if you had a very big kind of wicker hamper that you weren't able to ship as many products in it because you paid for the weight of your hamper. So we actually ship ours all in um, kind of a very nice box, which is branded by Just Like Home. But by doing it that way, we can actually send more products in um, and at Christmas, yeah. we always then include the, the selection box. Well, you know yourself, you, you have a hamper like that and then you wonder, well, what am I going to do with the hamper? And you probably look at it for about six months and then throw it out. So this way, at least, uh, you're just sending a box that uh, can be thrown straight into the recycling. I'm guessing, Emer, it's mental busy at the moment, is it? Oh, uh, this is, you know, like, the uh, we obviously ship all year round, but there's no doubt about it. This is the busiest time of the year. Um, we actually closed for a part of this year just due to the pandemic. And we closed in March because it was just very difficult shipping products, uh, particularly food products around the world. So we've only really recently reopened um, in the last few weeks. And just the response has been phenomenal. And we've had so many customers who just keep coming back to us that, you know, you get people either book it through our, they can do it through by phone or actually online. And it's just lovely. You recognize the names. So a great um, kind of customer loyalty. So that yeah. gives us great hope for the future. Does it matter, young or old, I can only imagine the joy in someone opening one of these products if they can't get home this Christmas. It is a, it is just like home. Uh, Justlikehome.ie is the website if people want to get in contact with you. Can you order directly from justlikehome.ie? You can, yeah. yeah. I'd say the majority of our business is actually done through our website. And we've actually just relaunched a brand new website in the last two weeks. And it was actually um, designed by a cork company so Analytic Garage in Glenmire. Just want to give a shout out to them as well because they've done a fabulous job on it. And you can literally go on to justlikehome.ie and you can order your hampers direct. Um, the delivery time takes about three to five days to anywhere in the world. And once you click on it, pick your hamper and you get kind of a message saying, um, you know, your hamper is being sent out. It goes out within 24 hours and you get it. You can actually track your hamper, see where it's going and how long it's taking. And then your loved one, while they're waiting, to be surprised at the other side of the world, is also contacted by, um, we use DHL Help Us, and they're contacted to make sure that they're at home when the hamper is being delivered. And if they're not, they kind of arrange a time. So the hamper is definitely getting there. Okay, definitely gets to the end point, which is brilliant. Emer, it's been fantastic talking to you. Congratulations to you and to your sister, Catherine, uh, for, for putting together something that will bring so much joy this Christmas. Emer O'Brien from Just Like Home, thanks for joining us on Red Business. Thanks very much, Jonathan. Thank you. The only show in town for Cork Business, Red Business. Cope Foundation is appealing to businesses for a little bit of extra space to help its day services keep running during the current COVID-19 restrictions. Sean Abbott is the Chief Executive of Cope Foundation. Sean, how are you? I'm very well, Jonathan. How are you? I'm good. You're welcome to Red Business. I mean, it's been a real difficult year for Cope, I would imagine, dealing with the pandemic and keeping people safe across the entire service. It's it's definitely been, it's been a bit of a different year anyway. It's been very challenging, you know. The challenge of keeping people safe, but also trying to provide services at the same time, is is probably something we we hopefully won't have to face again for a long time. Um, what's it been like for the people you support and and the staff to try and keep going? Because obviously there was a there was the first lockdown where everything shut down, and then this is the second lockdown, and you've been trying to keep services going as best you can. We have. I, it is a challenge. There's no doubt about it. That you know. <coughs> You know, trying to keep things going when you haven't got enough space, when, you know, initially we didn't have enough PPE. Um, 
you know, staff were falling out with, you know, they had contracted COVID. So it was very difficult to keep it going. But in fairness to, I suppose, I, I describe it as we have a very relationship-based um, um, in a kind of interaction with our, without the people we support. So we know people for a long time. So as a result, people are very committed to, to the people we support, staff, you know, to go way above and beyond what they probably could or, ask, or should be asked to do. But in fairness, they were unbelievable to keep things going. Um, uh, the priority has been social distancing and making sure that people can maintain that distance just on the off chance that somebody does end up with COVID-19 and, and, and may accidentally pass it on or inadvertently exactly. pass it on. So that's why you're making this appeal for extra space right now. Yeah. What are you looking for? Well, we're basically, we're looking for um, office open type spaces that we could use to allow our staff to meet people face to face. We've been doing a lot of work you know, online with video, Zoom, teams etc etc and that that's good to a point but people still need the connection they still need to meet people they need to meet their friends and we've we're we're limited with what we can do with the current space we have if you take somewhere like our qds service in vickers road in cork we've roughly about 160 people attending there trying to ensure a social distance of, of you know between one and two meters when you have 160 people plus maybe another 40 or 50 staff on on premises can be very difficult. So what we try to do is limit the numbers there on a daily basis. I think we've got somewhere between 20 and 30 people attending every day. So that equates them only getting a service one or two days a week at the most. Um, so we want to give them more opportunities. So we're looking for more space around the city that we can use. We're out there actively at the moment trying to um, procure space, you know, in terms of leasing and renting accommodation. But I suppose what we're looking for is a short-term solution. So while we're going through the process of procuring properties, that we have places staff and people we support can use to meet each other, um, take part in various activities, and use it as a base for other activities in the community. When the community... And and, and I'm guessing that with with offices kind of not fully open or uh, people working from home, there, there is that space available right now, isn't there? And it'll probably still be available in December when people start to go back to work on a more staggered basis. So it, th- there really is no shortage of space. It's just you guys getting access to it that, that is it. the problem here. And that's, the, that's our thinking. Is there space out that the business community has? It's, it's sitting idle. They're still, you know, their staff are working from home, but yet the buildings are being heated, um, lit. We could use them for a, perp- for a, a very good purpose and it would help us kind of increase the amount of services and supports we can provide because you know some of the people if you're they were used to having five days a week coming to a service meeting their friends that gave respite to their families um so you know some of our people have been really locked away and isolated since last march so you know getting them back to some sort of normality would be hugely beneficial to them and their families Um, lots to consider here for people who have this space Uh, so it needs to be private it needs to be accessible for people who have disabilities Uh, it needs to be equipped with bathroom facilities and available Monday to Friday during the daytime so if if somebody has that extra bit of space that they could let cope use on a temporary basis it's it's not like you're moving in for 12 months it is only uh, during the current restrictions Um, they can get in contact with head office and, and maybe progress the conversation from there Exactly. We'd be delighted to talk to anybody. You know, in fairness, okay. you know, Scouting Ireland have been very good to us. We've got a number of scout halls, for instance, that we've been using, but that's a small element of it. We need a lot more than that. 
Yeah, absolutely. The email address, if anybody wants to get in contact, it's headoffice at cope-foundation.ie. So headoffice at cope-foundation.ie. Sean, as I said, it's been a difficult year for the people you support, but it's a difficult year for fundraising as well. I would imagine lots of charities have been impacted by this and and you'll need everybody in the business community, everybody in Cork uh, to go the extra mile for organisations such as yours in the next 12 months, won't you? Definitely, and I suppose one of the ideas we've been toying around with, you know, and just thinking about today's conversation with yourself, maybe we have a shout out to to um, the business community in Cork and saying, you know, we we would probably we're imagining that a lot of businesses who would normally have a Christmas party or have arranged a Christmas party may have set aside a budget for that, that they might consider donating some of that money to Co Foundation to help us kind of catch up on our fundraising targets this year. Um, Things like that would be very helpful. Um, plus, you know, people would get, I hope people would get a good uh, sense of doing something good for the community. No, we understand that businesses are struggling. Maybe they haven't budgeted for Christmas parties and, you know, celebrations. But, you know, if they have, please give us a shot. We'd love to take some of your money off you for a while. <laughs> cope-foundation.ie is the website and all the details are on there Sean we wish you and all of the team at Cope Foundation continued success in, in, in what you're doing to keep COVID out and to keep your services going it's been a pleasure and we hope that people really get behind uh, the initiatives that you're talking about today Sean Abbott uh, CEO of Cope Foundation thanks for joining us on Red Business Jonathan Ely thank you my thanks as always to the great Cork businesses who've gotten in contact with the podcast. You can listen back to every single episode on redextra.ie. Myra Hayes-Goff was the producer and we'll catch you on the next one. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast.